Welcome to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hey guys, welcome back to the Improvement in Minute podcast. This is part B of your weekly walkthrough. So we're going to go through Thursday, Friday, and Saturday starting June 13th. So let's dive into it. We are going to start. Our strength is seven rounds on a two-minute clock, and we're going to build to a max for this complex. It is a power clean followed by two alternating lunge steps followed by a push jerk. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird little thing trying to pick up a bar and then having to lunge with it. Um, I think that's going to be the biggest limiting factor for people. Actually, I'm, I'm very certain because I've programmed this before. It was a couple years ago at CLE uh, and it's something different to play with. Doing a heavy lunge is not a fast movement. So kind of treat it like an overhead squat where you're really trying to pace out a step for positioning uh, so that you can then lower, touch your knee, and then push back to a standing position. Yeah, we are going to be pressing ourselves back to where we were. Um, Don't step forward. I think when you step forward, the thing that happens is we drop our chest and we kind of lean out over that leg almost like a pistol as we drive up forward. But when we step back, it forces us to keep a very vertical torso, almost like when we are catching a jerk, like a split jerk. Um, and it forces us to press ourselves back and stay um, upright with our torso. It's much more difficult, in my opinion, to step back, especially when you're doing um, a weighted lunge on the front rack or overhead. But I think it's a really good drill to help us learn that vertical torso position, which will play into the push jerk. Um, so two minutes on those rounds, build up. Uh, it is plenty of time for you guys to add weight. Like Phil said, the the lunge is probably going to be the limiting factor. Don't expect your power clean to be super heavy just because you have to be able to lunge it not only on one leg but on your weak leg also. At the same time, if you if you lunge well, you can go quite heavy with this. Um, I'm pretty sure when we did it, uh, I think I got up to and a couple other people um, from CLE got up in the 80 percentile <laughs> on, their, on their power clean. So a pretty substantial amount of weight can get moved with this if – if you do a good lunge, it really is about two good lunges. Uh, and, and for me, my left side is the weak one. So that's where I, that's where I kind of got right to that failure point and, and scraped up against it. You'll find yours. So be controlled with that lunge and, uh, and, and be safe with it too. Remember, if you get caught and you can't get out, just pull your leg back and throw the bar out in front of you. That's all you have to do. It's just like bailing a front squat. Um, you just have to get your leg out of the way. So make sure that happens. Make sure you get that bar past the knee if you have to bail. Following that, our workout is going to be a chipper, and it is for time. It is a 50-calorie ski for those of you at Cadre. Um, If you're up at CLE, it is 50 GHD sit-ups. And then it is 50 deadlifts. This is written at 155, 105 for ladies. And then it's 100 double-unders, 50 back squats with a little bit lighter of a barbell, 135 for guys, 95 for gals, and then a 50 calorie row what are we doing on the ski and row for the ladies um for the row the ladies are going to do 40 and same with ski so yep. it'll be 40 calories for the ladies on the row and on the ski um this one's going to be a fun one uh you guys only see each movement once so the deadlift bar is a little bit lighter 
that's because we want it to be a little quicker on those 50 deadlifts. I would say this is a place where we could do small sets with a really quick rest. Uh, I know Phil is a big proponent of the fives, and I'm actually okay with fives or tens on this with a really short rest. Maybe drop it, reset your hands, switch up your grip, and, and begin again. Um, or if you're really comfortable and confident on those deadlifts, you could even pull a pretty big set on it. Maybe uh, a 25 um, and then a 20 and a five or something like that. Yeah, especially because it's early in the workout, mm -hmm. um, only the second movement. It's definitely doable to go bigger and kind of do a, maybe a taper down. Um, something like 25, 15, 10, if you can hang on to your bar, that knocks it out really quickly. But also the quick 10s or quick 5s, they work. You just you cannot, you cannot can't step back. You have to stay over your bar, yep. and you have to take two breaths and then pick it right back up. You have to be committed to moving the bar more than you're committed to getting a break. Um, the back squats, unbroken. Yeah, I'd say the back squats. That's going to burn. It's going to be a test. Um, but just one rep at a time. That's one where if you drop the bar, it takes quite a bit longer to get it back up. So really trying to hold on to that bar. And yeah, it's going to be a burn. I, I've i been doing a lot of things that, that get monotonous. Um, a lot of longer duration workouts, a lot of high volume rep sets. Um, something that helps a lot is just breaking it down into a small chunk. All you have to do is five more reps. Tell yourself that, do those five, and then you're five reps closer. And all you have to do is go through that process a couple times, and sooner or later you've gotten from 25 back squats in where things got really nasty to 50, and now it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. um, so just play those little mental games and break it down into small bites that you can see yourself managing rather than seeing the big hole. Yeah, and then we finish with that 50-calorie row. Yep. Um, and that one's just going to be you guys are attacking that on the way out. Uh, it's the last row for ladies that 40. Um, it's the last row. It's the last thing you guys got to do. It's really just a push through that finish. Um, so I would say for this workout, it's going to be it's gonna be pretty quick. I think people are going to move pretty well. The double under scale is going to be a two-minute window to work on double unders um, or 100 double unders if you guys have those. Um, but this workout can be done decently quick. I don't think there's going to be a ton of room for breaks just because... Uh, once we get off the ski onto our deadlift, that's really the only spot where we have a chance to break and chalk. Other than that, we don't need chalk for the double unders, back squats, or the row. So you guys are moving on to whatever the movement is, and you guys are just going to try to rip through it, and then we're moving on to the next one. Yeah, I see a workout that this could be done in under 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's going to hurt. Yep. It's going to have to hurt to go that fast, too, but this is the perfect one to push yourself on. Nothing's crazy heavy. Nope. It's all very much... Just kind of throw yourself into it work. Uh, you can get all this stuff done at quite a pace if you move with purpose. After that guy, on uh, Friday, we are going to have a long and steady workout. Right, we just did some, some more aggressive, uh, faster pace moving. And now we're going to kind of slow it down and draw it out. 30 minutes doing this work on the minute. You're going to do between 10 and 15 wall ball shots depending on your capacity, just a standard one, standard ball, standard target, and then somewhere between three and seven toes to bar. Now we want you to choose the numbers of those two movements uh, so that you have the capacity to get through the work and have about 15 to 20 seconds of rest each minute. So that means that I need to complete my, if I choose to do 13 wall ball shots and then seven toes to bar, I need to complete those 20 total repetitions by about 40, 45 seconds on the clock. 
so that I get to rest the rest of the minute before I then have to repeat that exact same cycling of 13 wall ball shots and seven toes to bar. Um, we can scale the toes to bar, obviously. You do knee raises of sorts, knees to elbows, uh, or knees to triceps, really. If you're getting all the way up to your elbows, it's probably time to start looking at kicking the feet up and touching the bar with your toes. Um, it's a lot of reps that you're going to accumulate in 30 minutes, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. It's not necessarily a ton of reps in the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely doable in the minute. We've done much more in the minute. Yeah. But it's just the consistency of the accumulation. You end up with um, upwards of 150 to 225, I think, wall ball shots. And you can end up with like 100 toes to bar. So it's going to be it's going to be a decent chunk of work at the very end of it. Um, and I think it's going to wear people out quite a bit as rounds you know, 18 through 25 come through. Yeah, I would encourage you to be to be smart about your numbers. Uh, you don't you don't need to try to start off at at 15 and 7. You really need mm-hmm. to try to start off at something that you think is going to start to hit you maybe 10 minutes in that oh man, now I've I've done a lot of work and I've got a lot more to do. Um, this needs to be something that you can maintain. That's what we're after. And this is also a good chance to see if you know yourself uh, and then find out whether or not you you know yourself, right? You can make a good guess if you know what your capacity is. If you don't really have that same connection, that same know-how on, on how to gauge your own capacity, then, then this is going to be uh, something that you probably have to change the number on several times. Mm-hmm. If you do it right, hopefully you'll stick with one number, and at the end of it, you'll feel like you got everything out of yourself. Yep, it's going to be a really long duration, so make sure that you guys use the rest between movements to bring the heart rate back down. Uh, Make sure you guys are thinking about intentional breathing. Breathe, bring the heart rate back down, and and be smart about having that rest. All right, on to our Saturday workout. On Saturday, we're going to be working with a partner. We are going to do four rounds, four time, of a 400-meter run, then 40 hanging hip touches, 30 handstand push-ups, and lastly, 20 sumo deadlift high pulls. Um, Not too heavy at 95 and 65 on that barbell. So the four rounds for time, this is going to be a good bit of work, but you've got a partner to work with. Uh, The run happens together. Both of you need to run uh, with one another, and it makes a lot of sense on this run to put your stronger runner in position to then take over on the beginning of the of the round, right? To do the hanging hip touches. Also, I think it makes sense to try to use your strongest runner uh, to do the last of the sumo deadlift high pulls, so that they're going out the door a little bit more out of breath than your less strong runner, right? So you can play this run to your advantage if you're smart about it. But the work in the middle, Jermichael, we've got those hanging hip touches again. Yeah. Um, biggest thing on those is hands close together on that bar to minimize that pendulum swing. And then it's all about control. So try to establish a hollow and stay in control as you bring that hand down to your side, touch your hip pocket, and then back up. You actually save a lot of energy if you stay tight on these. Mm-hmm. If your legs are kind of flopping out, you're going to put a lot more wear and tear on your hand. It's going to be really hard to, to control and, and do these in any type of timely fashion. So staying tight, squeezing the legs together, even pointing the toes, squeezing the butt, having that good hollow can help you to be a coordinated uh, mover as you come off the bar, touch the hip, and reach back up. Yeah. 
Um, following that are handstand push-ups. It is 30, so it's a little bit bigger of a number, but between two people, that's definitely doable if you guys want to both knock out a chunk if you are confident on that. Um, but it's also a good place if you guys are not as confident on handstand push-ups, um, just alternate frequently. If you guys bust out fives, uh, that gives you a little more rest. It's not a massive set, but it's pretty quick to make that transition. It's not too long to hop off the wall and your partner just hops right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. This is it's a decent enough chunk. If you get two really strong athletes, it's not a big deal because they'll, they'll each knock out a nice little set or even two quick sets. But uh, be smart about this. Communicate with your partner because we can, we can tear each other down by trying to push too quickly or you can... You can accept the pace that you can work at, and you can both try to do good repetitions and just move forward at a pace that works as a team. Yep. Then lastly, those two modelo high pulls, I think you can kind of gas it up there. Yeah, I'd say that's the very last grip burner um, right before the run, and then you guys get to relax the grip before you hop on the hanging hip touch, mm. as well as that's just going to be an explosive quick pull. So making sure that you guys are doing those sets, I'd say quickly. Um, I'd say you can knock out 10 and 10. Try to hold on for 10. I don't think that's the worst idea. Yeah, if you, like I said earlier, uh, have have somebody who runs better uh, and you know that, that they're not going to be as challenged by running, then maybe throw them into those sumo de high pulls, have them do more of the reps, or at least have them do the last set of reps so that they are a little bit out of breath when you go to start the run, and, and that kind of evens the playing field a little bit. Yep. All right. Well, that is the remainder of our week. Stop back in on Sunday morning, and we'll have another three days for you. Till then, we'll see you guys in the gyms.